Our service of evening prayer on St. Columbus Day begins on page 20 of the Book of Common Prayer. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise you, the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our Psalms are 48 and 49, beginning on page 390. Great is the Lord and highly to be praised in the city of our God. The holy hill is a fair place and the joy of the whole earth. Mount Zion of the uttermost parts of the north, the city of the great king. He hath made himself known in her citadels as a sure refuge. For though the kings of the earth were gathered and gone by together, they marveled to see such things. They were astonished and suddenly cast down. Fear came there upon them, and anguish was upon a woman in her travail. As when with the east wind, thou breakest the ships of the sea. Like as we have heard, so have we seen in the city of the Lord of hosts, in the city of our God. God upholdeth the same forever. We have thought on thy loving kindness, O God, in the midst of thy temple. O God, according to thy name, so is thy praise unto the world's end. Thy right hand is full of righteousness. Let the Mount Zion rejoice and the daughters of Judah be glad because of thy judgments. Walk about Zion and go round about her and count the towers thereof. Mark well her bulwarks, consider her citadels, that ye may tell them that come after. For this God is our God ever and ever. He shall be our guide forevermore. Oh, hear ye this, all ye peoples. Ponder it with your ears, all ye that dwell in the world. High and low, rich and poor, one with another. My mouth shall speak of wisdom, and my heart shall muse of understanding. I will incline mine ear to a parable, and expound my dark speech upon the heart. Wherefore should I fear the days of wickedness, when the wickedness of my foes cometh me round about? There be some that put their trust in their wealth and boast themselves in the multitude of their riches. But no man can by any means redeem his brother, nor give a ransom unto God for him. That he should live on forever and see not the grave. For too costly is the redemption of their souls, so that he must let that alone forever. For he seeth that wise men also die and perish together, as well as the ignorant and foolish and leave their riches for others. Their graves are their homes forever, and their dwelling places to all generations. Even though they called lands after their own names. So man being honor abideth not. He is like the beasts that perish. This is the fate of them that are foolishly confident. And the latter end of them that are pleased with their portion. Like sheep they are appointed for the grave, death is their shepherd. And the upright shall have dominion over them in the morning. Their beauty shall waste away in the sepulcher. There shall be no habitation for it. But God will redeem my soul from the power of the grave. For he shall receive me. Be not thou afraid, though one be made rich. 
or if the glory of his house be increased. For he shall carry nothing away with him when he dieth. Neither shall his pomp follow him. For though while he lived he counted himself a happy man, and men praise thee because thou doest well unto thyself. Yet he shall follow the generation of his fathers, and shall never see light. Man that is in honor but hath no understanding is like the beasts that perish. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The first lesson is written in Job, the 18th chapter, beginning at the first verse. Then Bildad the Shuhite answered, How long will you hunt for words? Consider, and then we will speak. Why are we counted as cattle? Why are we stupid in your sight? You who tear yourself in your anger, shall the earth be forsaken for you, or the rock be removed out of its place? Yea, the light of the wicked is put out, and the flame of his fire does not shine. The light is dark in his tent, and his lamp above him is put out. His strong steps are shortened, and his own schemes throw him down. For he is cast into a net by his own feet, and he walks on, and he walks on a pitfall. A trap seizes him by the heel, a snare lays hold of him, a rope is hid for him in the ground, a trap for him in the path. Terrors frighten him on every side and chase him at his heels. His strength is hunger bitten, and calamity is ready for his stumbling. By disease his skin is consumed, the firstborn of death consumes his limbs. He is torn from the tent in which he trusted and is brought to the king of terrors. In his tent dwells that which is none of his. Brimstone is scattered upon his habitation. His roots dry up beneath and his branches wither above. His memory perishes from the earth and he has no name in the street. He is thrust from the light into darkness and driven out of the world. He has no offspring or descendant among his people and no survivor where he used to live. They of the West are appalled at his day and horror seizes them of the East Surely such are the dwellings of the ungodly. Such is the place of him who knows not God. Here ended the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth, all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has showed strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things and the rich he hath sent empty away. He remembering his mercy hath holpen his servant Israel. As he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The second lesson is written in the Gospel according to St. Mark, the sixth chapter, beginning at the first verse. Jesus went away from there and came to his own country, and his disciples followed him. And on the Sabbath, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were astonished, saying, where did this man get all this? 
What is the wisdom given to him? What mighty works are wrought by his hands? Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, and brother of James, and Joses, and Judas, and Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. And Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his own country, and among his own kin, and in his own house. And he could do no mighty work there, except that he laid his hands upon a few sick people and healed them. And he marveled because of their unbelief. And he went out among the villages teaching. And he called to him the twelve, and began to send them out two by two, and gave them authority over the unclean spirits. He charged them to take nothing for their journey except a staff, no bread, no bag, no money in their belts, but to wear sandals and not put on two tunics. And he said to them, where you enter a house, stay there until you leave the place. And if any place will not receive you and they refuse to hear you, when you leave, shake off the dust that is on your feet for a testimony against them. So they went out and preached that men should repent and they cast out many demons and anointed with oil many that were sick and healed them. King Herod heard of it, for Jesus' name had become known. Some said, John the baptizer has been raised from the dead. That is why these powers are at work in him. But others said, it is Elijah, and others said, it is a prophet, like one of the prophets of old. But when Herod heard of it, he said, John, whom I beheaded, has been raised. For Herod had sent and seized John, and bound him in prison for the sake of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, because he had married her. For John said to Herod, It is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. And Herodias had a grudge against him, and wanted to kill him, but she could not. For Herod feared John, knowing that he was a righteous and holy man, and kept him safe. When he heard him, he was much perplexed, and yet he heard him gladly. But an opportunity came when Herod, on his birthday, gave a banquet for his courtiers and officers and the leading men of Galilee. For when Herodias' daughter came in and danced, she pleased Herod and his guests. And the king said to the girl, Ask me for whatever you wish, and I will grant it. And he vowed to her, Whatever you ask me, I will give you even half of my kingdom. And she went out and said to her mother, What shall I ask? And she said, The head of John the baptizer. And she came in immediately with haste to the king and asked, saying, I want you to give me at once the head of John the Baptist on a platter. And the king was exceedingly sorry, but because of his oaths and his guests, he did not want to break his word to her. And immediately the king sent a soldier of the guard and gave orders to bring his head. He went and beheaded him in the prison and brought his head on a platter and gave it to the girl. And the girl gave it to her mother. When his disciples heard of it, they came and took his body and laid it in a tomb. Here ended the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people. To be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, 
born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the Queen. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. And evermore mightily defend us. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, by whose providence, St. Columba, the Apostle of Scotland, proclaimed the truth of thy salvation. Mercifully grant that all who enjoy the fruit of his labors may ever follow his undaunted faith. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, the strength of all them that put their trust in thee. Mercifully accept our prayers, and because through the weakness of our mortal nature, we can do no good thing without thee. Grant us the help of thy grace that in keeping of thy commandments, we may please thee both in will and deed, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. But in our darkness we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now we continue with supplication on page 35. O Lord, arise, help us, and deliver us for thy name's sake. O God, we have heard with our ears, and our fathers have declared unto us the noble works that thou didst in their days, and in the old time before thee. O Lord, arise, help us, and deliver us for thine honour. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O Lord, arise, help us, and deliver us for thy name's sake. From our enemies defend us, O Christ. Graciously look upon our afflictions. Pitifully behold the sorrows of our hearts. Mercifully forgive the sins of thy people. Favorably with mercy hear our prayers. O son of David, have mercy upon us. Both now and ever vouchsafe to hear us, O Christ. Graciously hear us, O Christ. Graciously hear us, O Lord Christ. O Lord, let thy mercy be shown upon us. As we do put our trust in thee. We humbly beseech thee, O Father, mercifully to look upon our infirmities. And for the glory of thy name, turn from us all those evils that we most justly have deserved. And grant that in all our troubles we may put our whole trust and confidence in thy mercy, and evermore serve thee in holiness and pureness of living, 
to thy honor and glory through our only mediator and advocate, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O Lord, deal not with us according to our sins. Neither reward us according to our iniquities. O God, merciful Father, that despisest not the sign of a contrite heart, nor the desire of such as be sorrowful, mercifully assist our prayers that we make before thee in all our troubles and adversity, whensoever they oppress us. And graciously hear us that those evils which the craft and subtlety of the devil or man worketh against us be brought to naught. And by the providence of thy goodness, they may be dispersed. That we, thy servants, being hurt by no persecutions, may evermore give thanks unto thee and thy holy church. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, who hast given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications unto thee. And us promise that when two or three are gathered together in thy name, thou wilt grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, the desires and petitions of thy servants, as may be most expedient for thee, granting us in this world knowledge of thy truth, and in the world to come life everlasting. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen.